0: getting people to do things. I don't want to write a book for them to read. I want them to act, live it. Life has to be intentional. You, you gotta, you know, get up in the morning, take care of yourself first, do the work, but it help influence people to be better or whatever your mission statement is. Mine is to help other people be better than they thought they could be. And everything I do and make decisions on, I try to just align with that.
1: Technology is transforming how we think, how we lead, and how we win. From InterVision, this is Status Go, the show helping IT leaders move beyond the status quo, master their craft, and propel their IT vision. Are you an aspiring leader? Do you want to grow in your career but don't always know the path forward? Have you been in leadership for a few, or honestly, many years, and want to grow your skills and develop your team? It doesn't matter if you have zero leadership experience or decades of it. You are sure to learn some insights on this installment of Status Go. Our guest today is Craig Schroeder. Craig is the CEO and founder of VCIO Global, a provider of virtual or fractional CIO services in the South Bend, Indiana area and across the country. What makes Craig a bit different from other CIOs, virtual or otherwise, is that he is also a certified life coach. His goal with every engagement is to help the team recognize and achieve its potential. Welcome to Status Go, Craig. Thanks for having me. So, Craig, before we get into this combination of life coach, virtual CIO, and how you bring those things together, uh, take us on your journey. How did you get to where you are today? That's a good question.
0: Um, but yeah, it started out, you know, typical thing, put myself through college, uh, working jobs, you know, very mechanically minded, managed hardware store and all that. And, you know, got my opportunity at a few uh, working as an IT person for a few companies and, you know, started up Crow, designing a fixed asset system for the whole company, the big CPA firm, and then uh, started a uh, Microsoft consulting firm around the uh Old Great Plains slash Dynamics GP. ER. yeah. 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 And it's been around for a while. And grew that up to uh, about 60 consultants. You know, the company whose name was Pinnacle and sold that back in uh, 2013, 2014. And uh, couldn't stay away from the technology. You know, I did president gig, did a CIO gig, and just loved helping and mentoring people along the way, you know, when I owned my own company, we had a it division an ERP CRM division and a development custom software dev division. And, uh, you know, I realized that all those people are wired differently, but I loved mentoring them, understanding their strengths and, uh, it's kind of a little niche, you know, mentoring them, understanding their natural strengths. And, uh, so right now, you know, my wife and I got life plan certified, you know, life coach, life plan interactive, but, uh, you know, after that, we just mentored a lot. We've been mentoring a lot of kids for a while. I mentor a lot of people as much as I can, just living intentionally. And uh, fast forward, started the uh, CIO company. But you know, I love doing fractional CIO services. But I love building internal IT teams to help them rewire how they think for the mm-hmm. for the future and to add business value.
1: For those that are listening that might not know, talk to us through what is a life coach? What does a life coach do? What, How do you help people? Uh, talk to us a little bit about that program.
0: Well, there's a lot of coaching programs out there, right? Technically, my wife and I got life plan certified where you lay out a plan. It's understanding your strengths, your natural wiring, you know, whether it's DISC, Meyer-Briggs, Love Language, all the, all the assessments out there. Um, you know, I, I believe the best gift you can give yourself is know yourself, right? And then regulate yourself, and then live intentionally as a person live in touch as a, you know, employee slash owner, husband, dad, whatever. So it's really doing a business plan for your life, you know, core values, what you know, what you want to accomplish, um, what you're going to say yes and no to and then how you want to live and, you know, just minimizing regrets, you know, like one of the top top regrets people have in the world is doing what everybody else told them to do versus what they wanted to do. So Uh, getting people to live intentionally is kind of the whole premise of it.
1: And and what drew you to that, uh, to going into that, that work? What was it that uh, inspired you to go in that direction?
0: You know, when, you know, I have three daughters and growing up their kids, their their friends used to come over all the time. You know, we used to mentor them a lot. And, uh, you know, I'd have them do some assessments here and there, like 16personalities.com, which is the my Everyone. and we really got into like helping them understand themselves because you know I wasn't their parent but I'd say hey do this five-minute assessment get to know yourself better and then help then it helped them with college decisions help them with career decisions so I said you know what there's something there so my wife and I said we better not be screwing up anybody we better go <laughs> get certified here so you know it, it, it's a pretty really really cool program so we went to Boulder Colorado and uh, did the training and certification and we just love to see you know People happier at work, going home happier, being happier in the community. You get that ripple effect when people are in their natural state versus this adaptive. I have to be this person at work. And then you go home, and you try to be two different, a different person. Right. Yeah. That's where that whole mental health comes into play where you're, I don't want to say faking it, but you are kind of, you're in your adaptive state versus right. your natural state where you just are loving life, you know?
1: I'm jumping probably jumping ahead a little bit here, but do you find that most people when they when they go to work are in that adaptive state? I
0: think yeah, I, I think so. I mean there, there there's a handful of people that know themselves, they've been through the disc. Mm-hmm. But have they, you know, knowing what the disc is, no, but reading the backstory on it, you know, knowing the Myers Briggs, knowing your strength finders, all these good assessments, really understanding, okay, what motivates you. Mm-hmm. And then find that to, okay, what's my life going to look like if I really capitalize on these strengths, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and I, I think there's a lot of people that are in adaptive states, you know, I've seen a CFO act as a CEO and he's miserable, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, just, yeah. you know, and vice versa, you know, you, you just see that and you can be in that state for a while, but it's kind of, you're just, you're just not going to have that like internal peace, yeah. you know, and that's yeah. You know, the happy cow gives the most milk, right? Yeah. So, yeah. And, yeah. The whole, and the yeah. whole thing. and the, the But the cool thing I see is when people go home, they don't have all this work, anxiety, and hate. Not hate is a strong word, but, you know, they just got all this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and they just now can be productive and a contributor to their family, to their community. And that stuff really does trickle into the family and community
1: pretty yeah. bad. Well, so virtual CIO services. Talk to us a little bit about how you approach an engagement, because this is what really fascinated me when you and I were first introduced a, a couple months ago. Craig is that you know a lot of times you think of the virtual CIO service, uh, interim CIO, fractional CIO as um, uh, keeping the lights on, right? Mm-hmm. You're 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 just there to keep things status quo. Um, but to marry that with team building and specifically life planning team building was, was just fascinating to me. So talk to me about how you approach an engagement with a, a, a new client and how you bring this life plan into that engagement.
0: Yeah, it, it's pretty neat. It, it, it's at the top end and at the, I don't want to say bottom end, but at the IT layer also. You know, it's it's just about alignment on priorities. And I like aligning executive teams and owners. And I was just at one yesterday and, you know, they just, there's this anxiety and this tension about not having priorities. So mm-hmm. one is understand what the executives our owners want to accomplish. You know, number two, technology needs to be at that level because it could change priorities. It could change strategies and getting a technology plan that's aligned with the business plan mm-hmm. and strategy is really super optimal. And you just get more momentum, and again, you get that happiness factor. That's one part of the engagement. The other one is really mentoring up the IT teams. You know, whether it's a one-person IT uh, shop or a multiple-person IT shop, really getting them to think differently. Of hey, just don't keep servers running and patching. Them. You know, we got to get into the business value layer because so many of them, there's just a little insecurity part, portion of their mind that says, hey, um, this is what I'm been doing. This is my value add. And they don't get into this, hey, retool yourself for the future. And that's why I really I like putting career maps about together. And it's you know, because we could do, add a lot of business value now with all the even the Microsoft stack, you know, you have all the power automation, you got Office 365, you got cloud, and really enabling all this power to the users, but making them think differently and get that stuff to the cloud, get it managed, get it outsourced to IT companies so they can work on that business value and be one step closer to the executive team to help them you know so many times it's been looked at as a call center versus right. strategic asset right we just want it as itself to be part of the strategy strategic asset and executive team thought process and that's um i hope i answered your question yeah
1: yeah so it, you're you're i i like how you describe it as the the top down and not necessarily bottom but but from the it department up so when you're working with the executive team uh of a of a client of a tip we'll just call it a typical client that you work with are you are you using the life planning concepts at that level as well or is that more when you're focused on the it team members
0: uh, it, it actually it does trickle into that a lot because you know you got i don't know eos is a business strategy system yes. uh-huh. out there you know you got the the visionary, there you got the integrator, you know, they don't even a lot of the teams don't even think about themselves like that, so they have this tension even in basic one on one communications. But when you start talking about what your role is, mm-hmm. company, and then how you're wired and what you bring, boy, that brings like a lot of peace, yeah. And and I don't want to say perfect harmony, there's always going to be tension between the two, but you know, you just but it's a healthy tension, and that's the right. goal to get it to a healthy tension and respect. You yeah. know, and I think I told you respect's a key word of mine. Whenever I'm being disrespectful or somebody's disrespecting me, it's a trigger word. I stop. Either I'm not understanding something or they're not understanding something. Yeah. But there's no need to get all tensed up. It's just a conversation. You know, and another cool thing is, you know, when I, when the, like a CEO would say, we need to get this done. You know, and people say, we don't have enough resources. It's just a time or time or money conversation. I don't right. no need right. to get I either need to extend time or we need to spend some money it and get it done. It's just, what do you want to do? What can company, uh, you know, what does yep. the company do to make it happen? You know,
1: when, when you're, when you're talking about respect and lack of respect and that, and that that's a trigger, um, are you able to teach the executives that you're working with to identify that that's what is triggering them sometimes?
0: Yeah, that, that's usually at like phase four or five, right? Okay, and yeah, yeah. First step is, you know, I use a uh, plan, a Microsoft uh, plan, or you can use Trello or whatever, but having like three cards and three projects in phase one or the now category, and actually getting all the ideas from the visionary out on the wall or in a system, so they know it's safe in a system, so they can focus because, you know, typical visionaries, hey, I got an idea, I got an idea, and then they're like, where is that idea? And they get angry. Yeah, they, yeah. they don't know where it is, but you say, no, it's safe in phase four. It's safe. Yeah. If we need to pull it forward, we'll pull it forward. But you know, GTD or getting things done with David Allen talks a lot about this, but getting it on a list so your mind can be present and, and do some deep work, you know, yeah. and get things done is, is is really good. Um, but yeah, it it self-awareness comes into play usually, but usually having uh, that hard conversation of, man, that was a mean comment. Does it need to be a mean comment? Are you having something else? Cause usually something else is going on, yeah, you know, and, yeah, yeah. and people take it personal. Then that spirals out. Then you got the unproductive cycle. Then you come back, you say, Oh, I'm sorry. This was going on at home. You know, so you try to short circuit that as much as you can. Yeah.
1: You Cause know? as the, as, a, as the, the observer, I'll use air quotes that our audience can't see, but as the observer, you can kind of see that interplay where if someone's in the emotion of that situation they're not always able to identify exactly what all or what all are the triggers that are going on
0: absolutely you know and we, if you start with the defenses down attitude and i always whenever i go into like any kind of session i say i need blind spot coverage all of us have about 30% blind spots this you know and and you know sometimes the idea is great in your head and when you hear hear it come out of your mouth it's like Stupid are really great, you know. I mean, so <laughs> you, you, but you got to have that freedom to talk, and then people to say, "Hey, I'm not putting you down, but I'm covering your blind spots." You know, I think that's just a healthy way to have uh, dialogue and validate ideas.
1: So, so you call out, "I need blind spot coverage," which is giving the others in the room permission to say. Hey, have you thought about this or have you thought about that way? Did did I capture that right or understand that right? Hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That that's excellent because it creates that 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 safe zone, mm-hmm. uh, right? Uh, and it takes the emotion out. I I love that. I'm gonna uh, I wrote that one down for sure to to follow up on. When when you're working with the executive team or the 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 leadership team or ownership team of, of these companies. How do you begin to shift their thinking about technology? We we mentioned earlier, a lot of companies see it as a cost center and you want to get value, but how do you begin to guide them to some of the realization of what technology can do for their business?
0: Well, you know, awareness is the number one, right? You got to, I, I have some like 101, 201 things, but we start using it right away and we use it for, getting their thoughts, their priorities, and what the business is doing right now in a simple thing like planner. Mm-hmm. It's so weird because like if me and you are having a conversation and we're trying to de- uh, determine priorities, it's it's perceived that my, what I'm coming out of my mouth is my number one, my number two, number three, versus when you have it like on a wall or in a tool, now it's me and you are having a dialogue and discussing that third party wall, yeah. third party tool that says, oh wait, why does that one need to mention number two? Oh, because we need our data cleaned up before we can have a dashboard. You know, so you start yeah. the yeah. dialogue that happens and and we're not pointing the fingers at each other is so neat. And I've done this many, many times and it's so cool. I even have to do it with the 3 by 5 cards on the wall just to get things started because sometimes if yeah. you stick it in like a planner or a Trello or whatever, it gets lost. So to rewire people's brains and executive level brains, even IT brains on priority management, you know, instead of ceo comes in and says hey this is number one now it's like wait let's talk about where that really is you know yeah. gives yeah. you a tool to dialogue versus just get all mad and upset
1: yeah yeah to our listeners again you can't see the visual on this but if you could see the wall behind craig he actually lives this in his own business i can see post-it notes are arranged in order and there's one off to the side so Uh, It may be analog. It may not be an online tool, but he uses this uh, to run his own business, I assume, uh, just from looking over your shoulder.
0: It's a good brainstorming thing, especially when you when you want dialogue and true brainstorming and priority management to happen, because most conflict is not agreement. You know, I mean, it's it's weird. And if you agree on it and then you can start working together
1: on it. Well, let's shift to the other side of the coin. We've been talking about the leadership level. Uh, now you're walking into the to client and you're looking at the IT team of one to several. Um, and how do you begin the, bringing the life plan concepts into their world? So
0: initially, you know, there's always a protective zone that you have to have a discussion. And I just say, hey, I'm not here to take a job. I'm here for you actually to mentor you Have to take. If I'm your fractional CIO, eventually I want you to take my job. You know, I yeah. I live in abundance mentality. As fast as they can scale up, great. As long you know, what's good for the company and good for them. But really getting that out of break, fix uh, mode and keeping lights on to, hey, ask permission, you, you okay if I, we start rewiring you? Start adding business value for and train you up to the next level. You get that, and then we just put a plan together. Okay, here's what we need to start learning on. That's going to be good for the company and good for your career, frankly. You know, and so it's it's just really breaking the wall down. Which is, I'm just really transparent, truthful guy, and I'm like, hey man, we just got to this stuff going to the cloud. Having servers on prem is risky. You know, of course, there's always a place for it, right? Yeah, but yeah, yeah,, but you can minimize risk uh, and 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 increase functionality, you know that's you know you you will be seen as more of an IT leader versus the cost center. so just having that and continue talking about educating them and really then understand what how they're wired. I usually have them do yeah. that personalities, so I know how to talk with them also. Yeah.
1: do you find some common? Threads. You, you've, you've probably worked with dozens and dozens of, of uh, up and coming IT professionals. Do you, do you find common threads that, that you need to work on with them? Or is it totally individual driven? Uh, well, the
0: common one, just because they've been put in a back closet, right? We're working on IT <laughs> stuff, right? That's kind of common of, uh, you want me to start speaking up at business meetings, you know? And, mm-hmm. and, and, and not just talking technical is kind of a common thing. It's like, okay, yeah. well, I'm doing this because you can do this. So getting them to understand the why and communicate the why, you know, whether it's you no know, before fishing training, you know, why are Why are you making me do this? You know, is just yeah. It's a communication gap, you know. And I'm not gonna say all IT guys are not great communicators, but they haven't had that opportunity to communicate a level. So as soon as we can get them to communicate better and understand the why, that that's a common thread. Yeah, yeah.
1: I I think, you know, I I I've seen similar that part of the part of the challenge is talking business versus talking tech, mm-hmm. right? Because we are, as technology professionals, we are so immersed in that world uh, that it's just, it's our second language, right? Talking tech. Yeah. Uh, and to be able to migrate into a more, hey, what are the business reasons behind X, Y, and Z? Um, what are some of the the tools uh, and I'm not asking you to give away your your trade secrets or anything like that but what are some of the tools that you use with these individuals that that create those light bulb moments?
0: Um, well when again I use planner a lot part of it's for management part of it's for their career development and I always have a tool where we keep notes for accountability mm-hmm. it, and then help them with some communication of okay executives like PowerPoint, they like white space. Don't feel you have to fill everything up. Yeah. State your case, state your why, and shut up. You know, so yeah, but yeah. but but under but it's really neat seeing, okay, we want you to do this learning. Let's try and pilot this out, and then let's make sure that we understand the priorities of the business so you can communicate quarterly uh roadmaps to the executive team, to the board, whatever, in a executive level, not all the detail because they don't yeah. need Detail, you know. So, I don't know if I answered your question, but those—that's what I use a lot.
1: And you—you hit on another thing that I—that I've seen a lot is when when we present to the executive level, a lot we want we want to tell the whole story, right? And and we want to take them on the journey of discovery that we've just been on for the last three months or whatever it is. Um, And and really, what the executive is looking for is. What are you asking? What decision do you need from me? Um, and what's your recommendation? Then if I want to get, get into the why, I can get di- dive deeper into, well, how did you come to that recommendation kind of
0: thing? Yeah, and I totally get it. I'm a mechanic at heart, right? I I want to know how stuff works. And I get yeah. excited when I make, make Dataverse and SharePoint lists connect up. I'm like, yeah, I got this working. <laughs> and I want to go tell them everybody. And I'm like, and they're like, well, what's that going to do for me? <laughs> yeah yeah what's that, what's
1: that mean? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. as you've gone into these companies Craig uh, have have you seen where you're rather than coaching someone up you end up coaching them out because it's just not the right fit
0: you know I've had that experience actually with really it wasn't the IT person well, one person did opt out. When you get truth on the table, people opt out. You know, I mean, it, it's because they can't fake it. Because you're having real conversations, right? About, but, but, but about real emotion too. It's not like you're not doing your job. It's like, are you happy? You know. And then it's like, well, God, life is short. Not to to be miserable. Not to be happy, uh, yeah. right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. But then, it's the same token, on some of the executive levels that I've had, where you know, equity group buys them out. And I'm like, Man, you were really not in your sweet spot, were you? It, maybe it's time for you to look at other options, yeah. get a different experience. You know, unfortunately, I'm a little older, like, like a, a lot of a lot of maybe you and I are, I think, the same age. But sometimes you look at the younger leaders, and they're just not having that uh, aha moment yet. Yeah. And, you know, experience, you can't shortcut experience. Are even sometimes maturity. And I've I've been there too.
1: So, you know, know, and and it's
0: like just saying, Hey, I don't, are are you really in the right seat? You know, and you know, EOS talks about the right person, right seat, and really making sure that you're just in the most productive thing for you. And, you know, there's tons of opportunity to do the right thing out there now, you know? Yeah.
1: I, I, I love this, this whole concept and, and, for our listeners, this is this is why I got really excited when, when Craig and I had this initial conversation. When we first met, I wasn't even really thinking uh, status-go guest, right? We were just introduced because we're in similar lines of work here in Indiana. Uh, but as I started talking to him, I realized that this is exactly why we started status-go in the first place, is we want to encourage our listeners to learn and grow and be- uh, break out of the status quo and that's what you're doing on a client by client basis with your work, Craig. I find that fascinating.
0: it's pretty cool. I mean, you know, I, I did a presentation um, to executive forums uh, probably six months ago. It was all the new skill sets of the CIO. Mm-hmm. All of them were soft skills, right? I mean, they were not. They weren't technical. Negotiations, leadership, mentoring. You know, all career mapping. All these things were like soft skills, which is just. It's just, it's just super neat
1: to see. And and again, being real about it, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. I love, I love to call the soft skills essential skills anymore because they, they truly are collaboration, communication, negotiation, as you say. Uh, There's just, uh, there's, there's, I don't know. I don't know how many you talk about. I talk about 10 or 12 of them uh, in my work that I think are just crucial. For uh, an IT technology professional to to learn and grow in to up their up up their career to climb up that ladder to CIO. Yeah, and what's neat too is you know we
0: I partner with a lot of IT dev ERP companies because they're the ecosystem right they're the expert in their zone but it doesn't force them to sell out of their sweet spot. You know, I mean, sometimes like an a managed service provider, they're an IT. They have the the fractional CIO or VCIO title in there, which is kind of in the IT arena normally. But getting so, up into the application layer, the business intelligence layer, the automation layer, the predictive analytics, and then get you know that that sometimes isn't uh, part of their zone, right? Yeah. yeah. You don't have an accounting background. You know, I got both IT and accounting. Um, but if you don't have that. It, don't pretend, but it's cool. We get to work with the right people yeah. for, for the company. You know,
1: it, it really is. When 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 I was a, a CIO, I, I loved working with my team and being being a part of of something larger than myself. And what it sounds like to me is, even though you are a third party, you have. Married that with your work, right? That let's build a team, uh, let's develop the individuals to their highest potential, uh, and that has to be uh, pretty rewarding for you, uh, as you as you are in your journey,
0: yeah. When whenever you're
1: helping others win,
0: that's that's uh, it's a it's that fulfillment, right? Yeah, you know, it's that gap from uh, when you go from success to significance, and that's not an ego statement, It just you're having impact to help other people win. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, that's just a good spot to be in, you know, all around.
1: Yeah. Well, before we get to our call to action, as you know, we like to end with a really strong call to action, Craig. I want to talk about uh you've written 3 books. Uh and I just would would love for you just to spend uh, a, a minute and tell us about each of the 3 books um and where our listeners might be able to pick those up. So,
0: the first one not highly recommended. It was my first book. right? <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, it, it, it It's that, you know, management to leadership, you know, you go through working, managing leadership then executive direction. You know, it's just when you understand leadership, it's like the light bulb kicks on. So I just wrote it, got it out of my head. You know, I had a blog forever. Um, and then. Is that the,
1: the intentional living in leadership? Is that the. First, yeah. Okay. yeah. 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 Okay.
0: And then the second one is you in the sweet spot, which is really just knowing yourself Mm -hmm. and making sure it aligns with what you're doing in your career and you'll just that's that happy zone whatever you call it you know it's just your most productive zone so really it's there's some assessments in there and 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 some uh, introspection that you want to do in Mm -hmm. this and then uh the third one you know like i said my wife and i got life plan certified and i'm not a repetitive guy i'm a builder Mm -hmm. so i don't want to sit and do this over and over. So I wrote the workbook of how to do your own life plan, oh, and it's nice. and it's you know I think Gazelle's I, I used to use Gazelle strategy, which is a one page life uh business plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I created a one page life plan, which is you know your core values, you know your how you want to be remembered, your one year goal, your five year goals, and and then you know just some goal quarterly goals, but then the second page of that is documenting all your strengths. And remembering who you are so as you're setting these goals it's aligned with who you are and that's really what the the uh, ultimate manual is about is getting people to do things i don't want to write for them to read i want them to act Act. live you know and and but you know life has to be intentional you got to you know get up in the morning take care of yourself first you know do the work but it help influence people to be better or whatever your mission statement is mine is mine is to help other people be better than they thought they could be. And everything I do and make decisions on, I try to just align with that. You know, hence the, talking with you, I think just helping people understand themselves, go home happy, you know, and adjust needed to be adjusted, drive into the storm if they needs to be driving.
1: Excellent. So are the three books focused on the technology professional or are they for a more general audience?
0: general. It's nothing to do really with technology. It's okay. more, okay. you know, your personal self and being true to yourself.
1: Excellent. And where can they get them?
0: Amazon. Amazon, you know, all yep. on the online places, right? So it's, awesome. they're out there. Thank you. Yep. yep. Excellent.
1: Well, I, I, I just wanted to get that out there because uh, um, the the work that you have done, the, the lessons that you are bringing and tying that to technology, to, to be able to have something that our, our listeners can go grab and, and read more about uh, would be great. So that's why I wanted to mention those books. Now, before we do close, uh, I do want to ask you, uh, as I mentioned, we are all about action here on Status Go, and we like to be very explicit in our, in, uh, our call to action. So what are one or two things that our listeners should do tomorrow? because they listen to our conversation today.
0: They should at least go do the 16personalities.com assessment or review an assessment that they've done, right? Mm-hmm. And to say, and then look in the mirror and say, is what I'm doing aligned with my strengths? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, obviously I would love them to start drafting a life plan together. Yeah, you know, yeah. How do you wanna be remembered? What are you gonna to do to get there? And what do you need to change to get there? Um, would be, oh, oh, that would be my desire. That's why I wrote the book, because I think you just understanding yourself then regulating yourself and being intentional about where you're going. So you just minimize regrets. So yeah. I, I, that would be good. But any, the more assessments you could do about yourself, you know, from love languages, so you understand your wife better and your kids better and mm-hmm. you know, all that. It's just, it's, it's the best gift you can give yourself.
1: I, I love that, because uh, you know that sixteen personalities uh, is is a pretty quick assessment, uh, but it gives you a really nice picture. And then understanding is what i is what I'm doing being true to who I am? am i am I living that adaptive uh, personality, or am I being true to who I am when I'm at work and at home? I think that's great advice.
0: Yeah, and doing it with your kids or your friends it's five minutes literally on their phone and man i do it with a lot of high school kids uh i'm like just read the back end and talk to me about what you learned and help you with your career and even as you get older you can adjust things and to be more aligned with it you know and yeah. quit hanging on to something that doesn't need to be hung on to
1: right 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 yeah move on break out of the status quo So. Craig, thank you so much for carving out time to talk with us today. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. It was, a, it was a fun interview. To our listeners, if you have a question or want to learn more, visit intervision.com. We'll have show notes for this episode. It'll have links and contact information. This is Jeff Tun for Craig Schroeder. Thank you very much for listening. You've been listening to the Status Go Podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes or get more information at intervision.com. If you'd like to contribute to the conversation, find InterVision on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Twitter. Thank you for listening. Until next time.